With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. This is Waitley. Good morning and welcome to Vegas. Our one-week residency begins. Two nights in Sin City, no misadventures with tigers or camels. I'd say it's going well. This Monday morning, snap judgments and first impressions. I'm relying on you for the snap judgments from the weekend of sport at home. 0433 98 11 16 and 1300 736 736. I've got the first impressions from Vegas in the countdown to what is going to be a historic Super Bowl. For an opening note, perhaps let me share the level of hyperbole swearing around, uh, swirling around the build-up here. It's as if the entire history of Las Vegas was leading up to hosting the Super Bowl, and that was written in a business journal. So you can only imagine what else has been said. Keeping with the city's well-earned reputation, the boast is there will never have been a bigger collision of sport and entertainment than the next week promises. And that's separate to the Taylor Swift factor, which has eclipsed the football talk for much of the bye week. It also continues the meteoric rise of Vegas as a sports town. For generations, teams failed rapidly here, often engulfed in acrimony, and controversy, the colour, the character of the town absolutely played against sporting teams. Now the city has the Las Vegas Golden Knights, the Stanley Cup winners in ice hockey, the Las Vegas Aces, the back-to-back champions in the WNBA, the Las Vegas Raiders playing out of Allegiant Stadium where the Super Bowl will be in seven days' time. The NBA has just played the in-season tournament final here. And we're based at the Tropicana, which... I think it's fair to say it's seen better days, but won't see many more. It's to be flattened to build the 33,000-seat, retractable-roofed, $1.5 billion baseball stadium, which is the future home of the Oakland A's. So a ballpark right on the strip. Sport will be as big a part of nightlife as the concerts and the magic shows. We'll tell you the story of that as the week unfolds. That's the sporting side of things. First impressions, just a few random notes. The airport is at the end of the strip. So imagine, what would it, imagine Tullamarina Docklands. Our hotel floor out one side looks to the strip and out the other looks to the airport. So that's convenience like Melbournians could never imagine. Nothing is subtle here. You walk off the plane and there are slot machines at the gate. There are slot machines in the arrivals hall. There are slot machines between the baggage carousels and they are being played. The Uber driver told me that there are slot machines in the gas stations and it seems to be generally agreed that there are about 200,000 slot machines in the gambling capital. They've even put a few in at Radio Row to amuse us for the week. The tone is set from the very first step and there's a neon arch at the airport that reads, what happens here only happens here. So the newly arrived pose for photos, as if the arch was them making a pledge, I think. 
The strip is iconic from every Vegas movie and TV show that you ever saw. My mistake was watching Obliterate from Netflix on the flight over rather than, say, Ocean's Eleven, which felt like safer territory. Has anyone else seen Obliterate? I nearly stayed at LAX. You move past the Giza pyramids, which this week is decked out as a giant Dorito. Yep, a giant Dorito. So there, there must be mummies rolling in their tombs. You go up to the Arthurian castle that is Excalibur, onto Lady Liberty standing at New York, New York, look up to the Eiffel Tower at Paris, then across to the fountains of the Bellagio that are dancing to the theme of the Pink Panther, and then the Roman tributes of Caesar's palace with a glance to the pink feathers of the flamingo where Wayne Newton still performs. That's, that's real. On various street corners, you'll see Sinatra busking in a full tuxedo and Elvis hosting curbside karaoke for the revelers who are sucking their oversized frozen daiquiri tubes. On other street corners, there are sites that they're best left unsaid, I think. It really is an assault on the senses. My first night here was Friday, so I was the scout. I'm not sure I'm best equipped to be the scout, but that's the way that it landed. And for all the suggestions that you sent through, I thought, what's the most Vegasy thing that I could do? And the answer felt like David Copperfield, live the impossible. So I bought a last-minute ticket on a front table right up against the stage. They're actually the cheapest ones, which was a curiosity. And sat there with three middle-aged women from Iowa who'd always fancied seeing the show and were enjoying their last night in Vegas. And I'm here to tell you that Copperfield is very Vegasy indeed, unapologetically big and inevitably garish. There are Harleys and Cadillacs, time travel and lotto numbers, little blue aliens and a 30-foot T-Rex. Copperfield, he's probably at the point where he's almost a caricature of himself, but the illusions are they are grand and ambitious. And they do leave you wondering how on earth they are staged. So my two-word review, I think, would be hilariously ridiculous. But Copperfield does 500 shows a year in this theatre at the MGM Grand, and he makes about $60 million annually from his residency. So the laugh's certainly not on him. Yesterday, a big shout-out to Pete from Q and a few others who recommended the helicopter, the Maverick helicopter flight to the Grand Canyon, which I must say is as good a tourist experience as I've ever had. En route, we saw the Lake Las Vegas, which is a luxury compound of the rich and famous from Tom Cruise to Celine Dion. There's a rule of thumb here, apparently, is to find the money, you follow the water in the desert. Sort of makes sense. Modern Vegas thrives thanks to Lake Mead, which is created by the Hoover Dam. It was built in the 30s and used enough concrete to lay a two-lane highway from one edge of America to the other. And it's instantly and delightfully recognisable from the climax of Superman. So that was something to see. Lake Mead has 500 miles of shoreline and it's a fascination for scuba divers because there are submerged beneath the surface old towns that were flooded when the dam was built. You fly across arid, desolate, really hellish land and in parts it's marked by grids and it turns out the plots are for sale for $20,000 a piece. There's the odd trailer in the middle of nowhere for the ultimate in off-grid living. It's a landscape marked by Joshua trees, wild cattle and long-horned sheep. 
and it delivers you to the western rim of the Grand Canyon where 300 feet below flows the Colorado River. It is spectacular and awe-inspiring and every bit as grand as the name suggests. So one of those scenes that I'm not sure that photos totally capture or do justice to. I've put a few bits and pieces on Instagram, but you, those of who've, you who have been there, I suspect will know exactly the sense of wonder that it provoked. The trip finishes flying adjacent to the length of the strip, so from the sphere to the Death Star, the nickname for the football stadium. Last night, Joel Brooks arrived. Is Together we're going to share the flavour of the week with you back home. We walked the floors of the casino. We took selfies on the strip and we pondered whether we could become Vegas guys. Probably not, but you never know. What we'd really like to do is play craps. So in the movies, the most fun seems to be playing craps. We stood at the tables at the Bellagio and Caesars and watched last night, but couldn't quite grasp the strategy or the bets that were at play. So if you've unlocked the secret of craps, could you share it with us? You've been so generous so far. 0433 um, maybe a call or two, 1-300-736-736. And the email's been great with what you've been prepared to share, waitley at sen.com.au. So using all that you sent us, we, we've built a bit of an itinerary as well as the build-up to the Super Bowl, and we're based at Radio Row, which is not formally open today, but there'll be a, an awful lot to share from here. So David Copperfield at the MGM Grand the Maverick Helicopters to the Grand Canyon, Dinner at Strip Steak by Michael Mina, uh, the rise of restaurant culture here evidently has been really something. Most of the restaurants are linked to a celebrity chef. Tonight we're doing the Sphere Experience, Postcards from Earth. Tuesday is the Las Vegas Golden Knights at T-Mobile Arena. We've gone all in for you two at the Sphere as a once-in-a-lifetime. There's lunch at Joe's Seafood, Prime Steak and Stone Crab in Caesars, which a few of you sent through. We've got Live Golf at Las Vegas Country Club on Saturday and we'll broadcast from there on Sunday morning and then the Super Bowl at the Climax. So I do want to say just a huge thanks for all of your suggestions to help